Hello there, I'm Justin, and welcome to the pickup line. Uh, on today's episode, I know we're all a little bit anxious about Corona and COVID-19, and a lot's happened this week, a lot of stuff's going on. Um, I'm anxious, I'm worried, I'm trying to stay safe. Um, in the midst of all of that, uh, I know a lot of people are just staying home and they're staying in and we're shutting everything down, and so I thought it might be a useful episode this week to go through some of my favorite uh, shows that you might want to check out. Um, I thought we'd break it down by streaming platforms, so I'll go through each of the major streaming platforms and give a few picks and recommendations for what you might want to check out this weekend as you are hopefully staying home, staying safe, and staying healthy. Thanks everybody for tuning in to the pickup line. Let's get started. So first up, we're going to be looking at uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, many of you are Amazon Prime subscribers, and um, Amazon Prime Video has a ton of excellent shows, and that platform is really only getting better. In fact, I would I would argue that some of the stuff on Amazon Prime is, is better than what's being offered on a lot of the other streaming platforms right now. So um, if you've got Amazon Prime Video, my top pick for you to start watching right now would be one of my favorite shows ever created, Mr. Robot. Um, it's really fortunate that Amazon Prime has the first three seasons of Mr. Robot available to stream on there. Um, season four, the final season that just aired on TV recently and, and wrapped up, is not available on there yet. But if you're just starting out Mr. Robot brand new, uh, I'm sure you'll have plenty of time to get through the first three seasons. It is a dense show. It'll take a little time, um, but it is absolutely worth watching. So what is the premise of Mr. Robot? Mr. Robot is a show about a a sort of underground computer hacker named Elliot Alderson, uh, who gets wrapped up in uh, sort of a, an attempt to take down one of the largest corporations in America, uh, E-Corp, um, through hacking. Uh, and, and there's a lot more to it than that. I don't want to give anything away. But it's a brilliantly crafted show. Very few shows know what they're doing holistically. Um, you know, too often it occurs when a show kind of gets popular um, and the people who created the show weren't anticipating the show's popularity and therefore uh, didn't quite have an end game plan in mind. Um, Sam Esmail, who created Mr. Robot, uh, approached it in the opposite way. He, he very much had a, an arc planned from the very beginning. Um, four seasons, a very concise outlined story um and everything really fits in together another thing that always amazes me about tv shows and, and something that i always value and, and think is just so worthwhile is the way that um certain shows play the long game a little bit um and they don't jump the shark um if you don't if you know that term that kind of means like uh revealing something too soon or kind of giving things away a little too early i love it when tv shows plant seeds early um and you're kind of questioning, oh, what is that? Why is that here? What's that mean? And then really, really, really take their time to come back to answering those questions. Um, Lost kind of did that back in the day, but they kind of dropped the ball a little. Um, this show is not like that. Uh, there are things in the first episode, the first couple of episodes, that uh, echo back and hearken to some of the things that happened in the very last episode. And so it's all very interconnected. Um, there's tons of crazy and amazing plot twists. Um, brilliant brilliant performances by the entire cast. Rami Malek, uh, Carly Chaikin, um, uh, Christian Slater. Uh, they're all incredible. The acting on this show is absolutely amazing. The direction is amazing. It's super artistic. Um, it's really thoughtful. 
and uh, music's great. Um, it's just and it's a, it's just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. So if you haven't had a chance to check out Mr. Robot, it's absolutely worth your time. If you're staying in, start start it now and just binge the whole thing. It's absolutely worth it. bigger than all of us there's a powerful group of people out there that are secretly running the world i'm talking about the guys no one knows about the guys that are invisible the top one percent of the top one percent the guys that play god without permission and now i think they're following me employee number All right, next up, uh, I thought we'd turn our attention to Hulu. Um, of the streaming services that I am lucky enough to be having access to, Hulu is probably the one that I watch the least, but there's some really great stuff on Hulu. Um, and I haven't watched everything that I wanted to watch on there. Uh, the, the most specific uh, um, exception, the most specific like like example of this would be The Handmaid's Tale, a show that I absolutely, I really, really, really wanted to watch, but I just kind of just got about four episodes in and never quite got around to finishing it, but Hulu has some really great stuff on it, and um, this this segment I almost feel like I should call um, the Hulu as b- by way of Stephen King, because I feel like every single thing I've, I've watched on Hulu has been an adaptation of a Stephen King uh, short story or novel, but my recommendation, if you're, uh, if you're on Hulu this weekend, uh, I would say uh, check out um, Castle Rock. Castle Rock is this really interesting show that's sort of an amalgamation of a lot of Stephen King's stories all wrapped up into one. If you're unfamiliar with the works of Stephen King, a lot of his novels and stories take place around this fictional area in, uh, in New England, uh, in, in Maine, in, in, you know, specifically Maine, um, called, uh, well, D- Derry is a, is a f- fictional town that he created. That's where the book it takes place um castle rock is another town um salem's lot another town in this little made-up version of of uh, of maine um and you know salem's lot that's where like uh uh, the book Salem's jerusalem's lot salem's lot um takes place uh so this show castle rock the first season there's two seasons available now on hulu the first season was great um, it was this really eerie, strange show. It, it, the show begins at Shawshank Prison, if you're familiar with the Shawshank Redemption based on a Stephen King short story. So as I said, it sort of collects all these places and characters and themes and kind of mi- me- mixes them up and remixes it into this sort of new thing. Um, but it takes place in Shaw- it starts off in Shawshank Prison with this mystery of a, of, some, of a mysterious person they discover like in the bowels of the prison and, and where did he come from and how is he there and what's he doing and um, slowly the, the sort of this evil starts to seep into this town of Castle Rock and all of these mysterious terrible things begin to happen and there's this big mystery and uh, it, it got it, it's a really cool show um, I would love to see it Perhaps the, this show eventually find its way to connect somehow with Stephen King's The Dark Tower, uh, which is my favorite Stephen King novel series of all time, and perhaps my favorite piece of fictional literature ever written. Um, but this is a fun show. Again, really, really good acting. Um, uh, Bill Skarsgård, I think his name is, is in this. Um, the guy that plays Pennywise the Clown in the It films, the new versions of It. Um, 
as well as a couple of other really, really solid actors and actresses. And again, good performances, cool story, eerie. kind of got that Stephen King vibe. Um, it's really fun. Season two changes it up a little bit and moves the action away from the town of Castle Rock. The show is still called Castle Rock, but the majority of season two occurs in Salem's Lot. I didn't enjoy season two quite as much. Uh, I actually never finished it, but uh, it sort of tells the story of, um, of the, the novel Misery that Stephen King wrote. Um, and, and sort of like rewrites the history of of the characters from Misery, um, you know the, uh, um, and, and sort of brings that that story into the fold of of the events of sort of Castle Rock and this this part of town. So it's going to be interesting to see if the show kind of becomes like an anthology, sort of similar to American Horror Story, where each season you bring in some new actors, new places, things like that. So check out uh, Castle Rock on Hulu if you're looking for something kind of in the horror thriller genre. records of you. How'd you get inside this prison? Who put you down that hole? What brings you home? I got a call from Shawshank. I found a kid in the cage. Call from who? Don't know yet. Moving on, we're going to take a look at Netflix, the, the one of the big ones here. So a lot of you most likely have a Netflix subscription, very popular streaming service. There's tons of good stuff on Netflix. Um, a few episodes back, you heard me talking about my favorite show of all time, The OA. That's on there. You could watch that, of course. I, I would recommend that above all else. But I'm not picking The OA uh, for this Netflix recommendation. I'm going to dig a little deeper uh, on that, um, a little bit of a, a B-side uh, pick here, perhaps. I would highly suggest if you're having some time right now and you're home and you, you just want to sort of lose yourself in something, go check out the Netflix show Dark. Dark is a German series, so it's in German. Uh, It's got subtitles, so you're going to have to kind of pay attention, but that's good because you need to pay attention to this show um, because it's kind of confusing. But once once you invest in it a little bit and you start to learn the characters and their connections... Um, the payoff for that investment is is amazing, and I, I've never I've never seen a show like Dark before. Um, it will stagger you uh, how beautiful it is, how 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 uh, grim it is, how uh, like twisty it is. Um, the premise of this show is it begins with uh, a young a young kid sort of losing losing his dad uh, to suicide. And he's sort of dealing with the ramifications of that. And then uh, shortly after that, uh, this main character's brother goes missing. And everything starts to unravel from there as this town begins to wrestle with what's going on and why are these children going missing and what's going on. And at first it seems like it's going to be sort of a crime thriller, but it is not that. Uh, something happens at first in the few, first few episodes that lets you know what the genre of this show really is and it's it's quite amazing um and it's worth watching until that point because once once the ball starts rolling on what this show is actually about um it it does things in new ways that are are amazing um so it's it's definitely a science fiction show it's not a crime thriller um you should check it out beautifully well acted um, amazing story, really cool. If you love Back to the Future, if you love, um, you know, 
anything like that, you're going to love Dark. Uh, it's a great sci-fi show. It's, it's full of really cool plot twists and unexpected moments. Um, and I'm really excited for the, the final season to come out, I believe, this summer or next summer. So that's, that's my recommendation if you're watching Netflix this weekend. Lots of good stuff on Netflix, but um, Dark is definitely something you should check out. So let me know what you think. Moving on, uh, let's take a look over at Disney+. Plus. Um, to be honest, I, I'm not as pumped about Disney+, Plus as I was when it first came out. I was really excited, and I've, I've stayed subscribed to it since it launched, but I really haven't used it that much. I was using it a lot uh, in the first bit when it first came out, and that's kind of where my recommendation is going gonna, is gonna to land here for you for Disney+, Plus if you haven't watched it already. But, uh, you know, at this point, I'm a little tepid about it. We'll see. I mean, it's going to pick up again once new content drops, for sure, because there's tons of cool Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff coming out on there soon. Um, but if you're looking for something on Disney+, Plus, I'm, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to do two, two kind of recommendations here for you for Disney+. Plus. First, and this one's pretty obvious, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian yet, watch it. It's amazing. If you love Star Wars, if you love Westerns, if you love sci-fi, if you love just a fun, kind of like easy to watch, cool, action-y story with some neat twists and turns, good acting, and neat special effects, you'll love it. The Mandalorian's great. I enjoyed every second of it. Um, It's just a solid show. It just makes sense. It's well put together. It's well written. It's well acted. It's just good. It's just all around good. So Mandalorian. If you're not into Star Wars, you don't want to watch Mandalorian or any of the Star Wars films on Disney+, Plus, then I would suggest diving into the backlog, the back catalog of some of the stuff on Disney+, Plus, because there is a lot of oldie but goodies on there, stuff that you have forgotten about from when you were a kid that is now available on Disney+, Plus for you to watch. Things like Escape from Witch Mountain, um, or The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes, or Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Now... I know you probably don't recognize that one, but if you boot that up on Disney Plus and you start watching that, you're going to remember it, and you're going to be like, oh my god, this movie defined my childhood. So, Mr. Boogity, all these old classics, uh, the Love Bug movies are on there. There's tons of old back catalog stuff on Disney Plus that I would highly suggest you dive into a little bit um, if you're if you're kind of tapped that on all the Star Wars stuff. Um, I think also the last season of Clone Wars just launched, the animated Star Wars show, which I've kind of been some mildly interested in, but um, I've never watched any of the other episodes. I just never got into this animated Star Wars stuff, but maybe this, maybe now is the time. So Disney Plus, lots of cool Star Wars stuff. You could also just watch all the Marvel movies that are available on there too. That'd be a lot of fun. They said you were coming. They said you were the best in the Parsec. Would you agree? 
Mandalorian. And rounding out the list, my last uh, recommendation for you comes from HBO. Um, so HBO is a little bit pricey to subscribe to for sure. Um, I'm lucky enough to be able to leech it off of, off of someone else's account, so that's cool. <laughs> Thanks to that person if you're listening. Um, I'd save this one for last because this is the one I'm most excited for. Uh, this Sunday night, the season premiere of season three of one of my favorite shows on HBO, Westworld. Um, if you've never watched Westworld, it's absolutely worth your time. It's a total mind-bending uh, roller coaster ride of craziness. Um, it's an absolute, like, insane, uh, crazy science fiction show that asks really fascinating sci-fi questions, which all the best sci-fi always does. It challenges your worldview. It challenges how you think about what the world is and, and what everything means and what it means to be human and all of these really important things and all of that wrapped up in sort of this, uh, this Western. The thing I love about Westworld is you don't really, and again, I love when shows do this, but you don't really know what Westworld's about until you start watching it a little bit. When it first opens up, it's just kind of like this Western and you see these characters and they're, they're doing their thing and it's just an old West town and you're like, okay, okay, it's going to be an old West show. All right, sure, let's do this. And then slowly but surely you start to put the pieces together and realize what you're watching is something totally different than what you thought you were watching at the beginning. And I love stuff like that. Uh, powerhouse performances in this show as well. Anthony Hopkins is in there. Um, Evan Rachel Wood playing Dolores is an absolute she's unbelievable in this show especially in the first season when there's sort of like this moment with her character where she significantly kind of changes the way she plays it and it's absolutely incredible um an amazing show uh all around um just brilliant um amazing and i would highly recommend uh taking the time to watch it um it's a little violent you know as the show often likes to remind us these violent delights lead to violent ends so there is for sure some violence and you know it's, it's definitely an adult show um but man once it starts picking up it, it really picks up and 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 one of the things that that i always appreciate about about television shows is and and the, the i think the no i think christopher nolan um or jo- jonathan nolan of the Nolan brothers, of, you know, Chris Nolan, director, Jonathan Nolan. Uh, He's involved in this show. I think he he directs a lot of the episodes or he created it. Um, Like, uh, one thing I love when when shows and movies try to do is they try to, like, challenge the way that we perceive the medium. Um, For example, Chris, uh, Jonathan Nolan's famous film Memento, uh, a movie about a guy with memory loss. And so the film, they present the film to you in reverse order. So you see the final scene of the film first. And then the scene that, that follows that scene is the, is the scene before it. So you're watching the film in reverse order, and it really like challenges the way you experience the medium and the way that you understand what you're watching. Uh, Westworld does that too, especially in season two. Um, there's a lot of like unreliable narrator stuff. There's a lot of like, um, what am I actually seeing? There's a lot of like, you know, when am I seeing this? Like, how do all these scenes connect? Like, there's a lot of invisibility there and, and, and a lot of um, speculation and, ter- and interpretation by the audience to figure out, you know, what we're actually watching. I love when shows do that. Um, it's a smart show. You have to really think about it. Um, 
there's all sorts of cool things you can read online the interpretations i love when that happens you know like the, the water cooler discussions uh, as made famous by twin peaks um but yeah so this sunday night season three premieres super pumped i've been staying away from reviews and stuff because i really don't watch it so it's the perfect time to hunker down maybe re watch the first two seasons of westworld and get yourself ready for the start of season three it's gonna be a good time in the old west So there you have it. A few recommendations across a few of the major streaming platforms for you to bide your time while you're resting, staying safe, social distancing yourself. And in all seriousness, you know, I just want to make sure that everyone out there really realizes, you know, what's going on with this uh, coronavirus and really just take the time to, you know, take precautions, uh, wash your hands, stay healthy, stay safe, stay home as much as you need to. I hope uh, whatever your job is that you're getting some flexibility there. Um, who knows what the fate of the pickup line is going to be. Uh, the whole premise of this show is that I record it uh, when I'm at school uh, waiting to pick up my daughter uh, from school every day. So uh, if the school's shut down, there will not be a pickup line. But uh, we shall continue. We'll have to change the change the title a little bit, but uh, it will continue. But but really, stay safe out there. Um, you know, Listen to the CDC. Listen to the World Health Organization. And... Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy some time at home with family and just watching some cool shows on your TV. Cheers.